I mean, if you step out, there is a large risk. But I'd rather risk it than look back and say I did nothing. You know what I'm saying? Welcome back to another episode of She Currently. I am so happy that you guys are sticking with us and sticking through the long haul. (laughs) And I'm really happy that uh, people are listening and supporting. So thank you to everybody out there who's listening, supporting. I just ask that you guys continue to share this podcast. And like I mentioned in the previous episode, there's so many things coming. I am taking a break up until September, I believe from about June or July. I haven't set a date once I do just to really get that content going, but also just to dive back in with God and not have any distractions. I think in order for me to bring the word to you, I got to be filled with it myself, right? So that's that news. (laughs) And also just how's everybody's week been? How's everybody feeling? We're about to head into a new week. Which is good because I'm sure you guys are listening to this on the Saturday when I post. And you're about to get into a new week. So how do you plan on going about that week? Do you plan on doing the same thing? Do you want to try something new? Are you looking to maybe call up an old friend that you haven't hung out with? You know, are you looking to read four more chapters instead of just two chapters? Or four plus the two? Like who knows? What are your plans this week? What do you plan to do? Switch it up. Hit us up at she currently show at gmail.com and let us know or you can go ahead and just find us on social media too it's i was like email us no it's she underscore currently on instagram you guys can go ahead and follow that i am so excited because um i do really want us to build a great community last episode i was asking for you guys to hashtag and i was like i said yes and i said no and i was like oh that definitely could correlate to marriage um but let your yes be yes and let your no be no is the hashtag so hashtag let your yes be yes hashtag let your no be no so those are the hashtags that i want you guys to go ahead and put out there i'm pretty sure i put it in the caption but just in case y'all missed it hashtag it and let me know what you said yes to what you said no to how's that sound all right also another update we're still working on getting the podcast on itunes and it's just it's giving frustrating for me so i'm trying and i don't know what it is so i'm just gonna get someone who's really good in tech to try to help me figure out how to channel both um what i'm recording on to get them to finally post on itunes i don't know (laughs) so that's just my struggle guys i am just so annoyed and i just want to touch on something really quickly before we get into today's show and obviously you guys know we always pray so before i even get there because i don't want to go into the show with this energy but i just have to say something so uh we were having a discussion as women and um i won't mention this woman but i just really want to give this woman a shout out i'm sure she'll probably never hear this but i just want to shout out women who live in reality and like have gone through some hard extreme uh relationships and gone through so much but have been able to come out and just be an amazing strong individual um this person shared that a relationship of hers ended and the boyfriend or ex-boyfriend was just really honest about why they did what they did and vulnerability is the most beautiful thing that someone could ever gift you i think tim ross is one of the biggest persons uh person that i've learned that from he thanks people for their vulnerability and that's a practice that i want in my life because when someone opens up and says something like that we have to first acknowledge that they even did 
like that. Sometimes we get so caught up in wanting giving people advice and wanting to give people like feedback that sometimes we forget how much it actually takes for someone to be vulnerable and to give us access to something that's personal to them because they don't have to, right? And I just, <clears throat> excuse me, wanted to give that lady a huge shout out and I'll definitely be seeing her in the week and I'm just going to give you a huge hug because vulnerability is so hard and for someone to do that was beautiful and I also realize how far outside <clears throat> the world that I'm in sometimes meaning like I just really don't think like a lot of the world and I and I know that as Christians that's normal but sometimes it doesn't hit you until you're in a conversation and you hear the nonsense that comes out of pe- some people's mouths and you're just like what are you talking about and you just sit there and you have a full-blown reflective moment like oh my gosh I am so far beyond um the circle that I'm in and I'm not saying like in terms of intelligence wise or none of that but just opinion wise like Everybody can like red, but I'm the one that loves blue and not everybody loves blue. That's what I mean. Like, I just, I realize it's so far outside. Oh my God. <laughs> like what, what I envision or what my thoughts are. So I definitely want to start doing some panels with some women because I am so sick and tired of hearing one side of things, but I'm also just so sick and tired of um, Christians being silenced for having their opinions and I just want to end that. But I also think we can do it gracefully. I think Ruslan had said something. We need to start humanizing people so that we can have grace for people. And I believe that is so true. Um, but my God in heaven, like, <laughs> I just, I honestly went home and I like ranted to my mom and I was like, mom, I just feel so different. I feel so on the outskirts of like what mainstream is. And I don't know if I'm happy about that yet because, of course, as a Christian, we're not called to be in this world. We're not called to do what they do and think like how they think. But sometimes when you're in that position, can we be real? When you're in that position where there's a overwhelming... Oh, I just hit the mic, y'all. Okay, let's get it together. Let me just move him around. Y'all hear me moving him? Okay, back up, back up. Okay, <laughs> but sometimes when you have a majority opinion and you're the minority, it is hard to to be the minority and I didn't care don't get me wrong like I definitely had my opinion and I was strong on it and I really didn't care who agreed or who didn't agree it's my opinion and I and that I'm going to stick to it but then you go home and you're just like man reflecting on how outside of the scope you are and it hurts of course it hurts because you know you do want to be able to have uh, similarities and mediums between people but man, some people are just so far off. I, I don't even know what to say. Anyways, guys, I'm going to stop ranting about it. But the whole point is, I just want to thank women and everybody who is vulnerable, who's willing to be vulnerable. And in the next coming season two, the amount of plans that I have and the women that I want on the show, the vulnerability is going to be turned up because I don't want anybody coming on here and talking in parables. Like, I just want us to be real. Like, you know, just give it to us exactly what it is. And I I hope that people's vulnerability is accepted once that comes on. So just putting that out there. All right. So let's get in today's show. But before we do, what do we do, y'all? Let me hear it. We pray. Thank you. Heavenly Father, creator of the universe, the God who is the healer, the way maker, and the resurrector. God, we love you. 
We love all that you've done and all the evidence that you've left behind, God. But most of all, thank you for an atonement of our sins. God, I love you, Lord, from the depths of my heart. God, as we go into this podcast and as we go into the speaking and everything else, God, just make us new. Renew our minds. Transform us, God. But most of all, God, speak to our hearts and our needs and our issues, God. We need to hear a word from you. So we ask right now that you're with us, even right now. And God, anything that comes out of my mouth, Lord, let it be of glory to you and you alone. If I say anything that is outside of your desires and your will, God, I pray that you cut it right off, Lord. Let me not lead those astray, but lead them into salvation and righteousness. And I thank you, Lord, for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, there's no other God like my God. Amen. All right, y'all. So today... I just want to really, I want to press some buttons a little bit. And I say that because I think pressing buttons is a good thing. So I have a question. Are you guys stepping out? Like, are you stepping out into your callings? Are you stepping out into risky new grounds? Have you stepped out? Or are you just doing the same mundane thing? Do you go to work Monday to Friday but you know you have a passion for painting or you have a passion for fashion or you even just have a passion to speak the gospel because really that is our purpose, right? What is it that you're called to that you're holding out on? What is it? And why aren't you stepping out? Why? Turn to your neighbor and said, I'm a chicken. And if you don't have a neighbor, you know how this goes. I don't know why I've been doing this lately, but I'm loving it. (laughs) Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm a chicken. Turn to your car seat if you're listening in your vehicle. If there's a passenger this time, though, and they're definitely listening with you. Hey, passenger, are you a chicken? Turn to the driver. Passenger, turn to the driver and say, are you a chicken? Turn to your empty couch seat. Turn to your dog. I'm not talking to my dog. He's right on my feet. Nico, are you a chicken? He looked at me like, girl, I'm sleeping. (laughs) And the reason why I ask that because a lot of us are holding on to fear. A lot of us are holding on to what ifs and could be's instead of just going out there and actually trying and seeing what comes of it. We often overthink the process or we often overthink the things that we need to do or overthink the things that we want to do and we start to put ourselves into what you call a futuristic paranoia okay so you get paranoid about the things in the future now that's just my own made-up thing so don't even try to google me or google it and come at me it's my own thing futuristic paranoia and i've labeled that because i'm that person okay I shared with you guys that I never wanted to do this podcast after I put my old ministry to rest because I just never wanted to come on here and allow my personal life to be the leader or the runner of what is supposed to be meant to glorify God. So I was paranoid times 20. I was like, well, what if I do this and then I get married and something happens and I go right back? Like what, what, or or what if I do the podcast and I can't keep up because I'm so busy and like, I just don't feel like, like what if what if, what if, and I was just overthinking all the time, like, what if I do this? What if I do that? What if I don't do this? What if I don't do that? And it stopped me for such a long time to the point that I was dreaming. I was, I was feeling like I couldn't think about anything else, but doing the podcast. I even went as far as like filming an intro for the show and just never went back to it because I was like, no, I don't even know why I'm doing this. And I literally 
did exactly that. I gave myself futuristic paranoia. I was just so paranoid about what could have been or what could be or what if that I literally just never did it. I was having a conversation with my mom and I said, listen, you know, you never know what God will use to be the thing to change you. For example, I'll share testimony. I started maybe two years ago and it just seems so long, but it's not long. It's crazy. Two years ago, I got a cricket. And with this cricket, I said that I was going to learn how to do different things. I was going to learn how to, you know, make coasters. I was going to learn how to make customized water bottles. I was just going to do a whole bunch of stuff. And when I did that, I was so excited because I was like, yeah, now I'm going to make all this money. And it just never kind of went that way for the first year and change. And then finally, I was like, okay, well, let me learn how to make iron on like like t-shirts and iron on things and heat transfer whatever and the first time I did it y'all it was a disaster (laughs) like I tried to make a a shirt for my friend and it was absolutely a disaster and then she ended up putting it in the wash and it just went to poop and I was like oh I was like I'm done I'm never doing this again I'm like no and I was laying in my bed one day and I was just like let me go look back at that vinyl because I don't like to waste money y'all know I don't like to waste money and I had all of that heat transfer vinyl sitting in just this place that I kept on my vinyl for cricket and I was like well I bought all of this so I might as well learn how to kind of use it I don't think I'll do anything with it but whatever so I got on my cricket design space and I designed a little thing and I was like all right let's see if I can do this I don't know but something told me, and I believe it was the Holy Spirit, was like, go in, go into the comments and see what you're supposed to do. Because last time I didn't do that. I just kind of figured it's the same thing as when you do vinyl vinyl. And I'm not going to go through the whole process. So I just thought it was the same thing. And I did it and it didn't work. But this time I said, okay, let me go to the comments. And there was a video. And the video was like, this is how you do it. Blah, 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 blah. And there was a step, a little tiny step that made such a big difference. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> And I did it and it worked. I remember sending that video to my best friend. I was like, oh my gosh, I did it. No way. I learned how to do it. And I was running around the house and I was so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, my design came to life. I put it on a t-shirt and I still have my first ever made t-shirt. Um, I wear it to bed sometimes, but you know, whatever. But I still have my first ever made t-shirt um, from that design. And it's now still a design. It's the highly favored lifestyle. Um, a design that I created and it's like its own sweatsuit thing. Y'all can go check it out at framecreations.inc. You know, I'm always plugging. Um, but that was my first ever design and ever try. And ever since then, this amazing Christian inspired t-shirt line has just been that. Like people have supported. I've been making sales out of nowhere. And let me tell you, when these sales come, it's right when I need them. When I'm really like, man, how am I going to make this work? What am I going to do? A sale comes in. I have a customer who's come back three times, and each, uh, and so far each order has been over a hundred dollars. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. I have people at my work asking for orders. I had, I do custom made ornaments. So many different things that God has used through this business. And the only reason why it's happening is because I stepped out. I, I took a risk. I was like, you know what? I gave up once, but let me try again. And this thing has now become. The thing that is paying me, okay? The thing, it's not as consistent. The sales come here and there. But guess what? God is still using it to make a difference in my life. So I am just like 
over the moon thinking, wow, I stepped out and something has changed. I stepped out and now I have an actual business and I have quotes going out and people messaging. I think I even might have a hundred t-shirt order. It's, it's just so amazing. So you never know. You just never know. Okay. Take a step out. I think about someone like Rahab and y'all know she's one of my favorite characters in the Bible. Her story is like one of my favorite stories. I resonate with her so much. Um, and as we all know, Rahab was a prostitute and the way that she became a Christian was because soldiers and men who would actually come to visit her in her uh, profession would talk about the greatness of God and how, uh, you know, the things that God has done. And she would hear these things and you can just tell that spark was sparking up in her spirit. Obviously the Bible doesn't go into full depth about it, but can you imagine these men come in, which I think is crazy though. Y'all let y'all going in there for services and talking about a good God. I'm just saying teach us to own, <laughs> but she would hear about it. And when she was presented with an opportunity uh, to protect the spies, she said to the spies, I know of the God that you serve. She pronounced all the miracles that she heard and then she became a partner with the spies and they said, because of what you've done, we will keep you and your family safe when we come and take this city. And it took for her just to step out and believe in the things that she was hearing. She could have been like, well, if this God is so good, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why should I even care? Why should I even participate in this belief when here I am? And Rahab is now identified as someone who is in the bloodline of Christ. Because she stepped out. She's in the bloodline of the greatest thing that has been ever given to earth. A, a, a savior of our sins. She stepped out. She stepped out in belief. And just like many of you have dreams, many of you have aspirations. Just step out. Take that risk. I always I say to my mom all the time, I'm like, man, I'd rather you step out and fail than not had done that at all. Because at least, like, for example, I did a lot of failing when I did my t-shirt business, boy. A lot of failing. Even when I was making some of my water bottles and I started getting into tote bags, like I had an experience where people were like, oh, these shirts are too small. And can we just keep it real? When you are a business owner in the black community, it's hard. It's hard, okay? I'm just going to keep it real. I don't care how anybody feels. It's hard. Because nobody really, you know, nobody really understands what it's like to be a business owner until they are one. In the black community, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of competition. We all have that, that hustle in us, that grind to be small business owners. So, why do you got a lot of competition? Then you got people sometimes who, you know, they... <sighs> Bruh. they want to bargain you with your <laughs> bargain for you with your prices and you're like i can't i can't give you less than what i'm worth I, i'm not gonna do that and business in general not even just within the black community but other people like you you go out there you know you have a design and then people want to tell you like oh i wish you didn't make christian stuff i wish you did this why are you here bro there's a whole bunch of other companies that make t-shirts that aren't christian so why are you here worried about what i'm doing it is so hard being a business owner but I stepped out and at the end of the day, God uses this to be able to bless me so that I can continue to do what I need to do. You know, sometimes stepping out is the one thing, the one thing that stops you from being great. One of my good friends at church, he's always telling me, 
I don't want to tell you guys exactly what it is, but he's like, that. you going to do it. you going to do this. I know you're going to do it. And I'm always like, no. And I start running from him. I'm like, no way. No way. And my, his wife as well. No, you know, you, you're going to do this. And I'm like, no way. I start running. <laughs> I'm like, I'm running. And just as God does, he slapped it in my lap anyways. <laughs> he's like, well, since you don't want to listen to the people I've sent to minister to you, I'm just going to slap it in your lap anyways. <laughs> that's what happens and now I'm doing the exact same thing I was running from I I honestly believe that if God is telling you to do something just do it just do it don't worry about oh whether or not <clears throat> excuse me don't worry about whether or not you're ready don't worry about it Pray to God about it. Pray to God about it. Say, God, am I ready? Is this for me? Sometimes we also get into this mentality where we need to have the angel come out of the sky and say, it is for you. <laughs> you know, like we, we need someone to come down and say, I said so. No. If you got that relationship with God, you should be able to know. This is for you because he said so. He called you to it. We can't let fear be the reason why we don't do the things that we do. God did not give us a spirit of fear. He did not. There's a scripture in Romans 8.30. It says, moreover, Romans 8.30 Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. So he predestinates. So he already knows where you're going. He calls you to it. He justifies you. And then he glorifies himself through you. So sometimes we, like, I did not think I, I, I still don't think I'm ready. Why am I lying? I still don't think I'm ready to do what has fallen in my lap. I am terrified. I am nervous. I am just over the moon anxious. I honestly am not. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through it, but I'm going to get through it. Because God will justify it. And he will use me to glorify himself. I don't take any of the glory. All the glory goes to God for what he is doing in my life. We have to stop believing that we are not good enough for the things that God has called us to. Because his word says, I already put it in your destiny. This was already predetermined. Predestinate. That's what the word says. Whom he did predestinate. He already put it in his plan. It's already in your path. You're just trying to dodge it. It's like God is putting rocks for you to pick up so it leads you to the next thing. You just keep jumping over rocks and avoiding rocks. And God's like, you need all those stones to put the weight on what I'm about to give you. And then when you get there because you weren't picking up the rocks, you don't have enough to you don't have enough weight to put on it. And then it's gonna mess with the glorifying of God. If you have a business, if you have an idea, a book, a poem, an art piece, a clothing line, hairstyling, whatever it is, just get out there and do it. 
I know for me, it's hard because I'm always so busy. I go from school to church to, you know, working a full-time job and now, you know, doing my podcast and trying to keep up with content creation. It's a lot. It is a lot. But I'm stepping out and I'd rather step out and say, you know what, God, when I go before you and you say, what have you done? I can say, God, I stepped out. I I got the podcast. I was preaching your word. I was... Uh, letting people know that I love you and that you are the only way to heaven. I can't I can't imagine going to God empty-handed and without anything to tell him. We got to stop painting this image that we are not going to be accountable for our sins. Let's stop painting that. That was just a side note. Just let, let's get back. <laughs> that was a side note. What a back, a back. I just want everybody everywhere to live in their calling, to live in their true calling. There are people who are in their, like, like I say to my sister all the time, I see these young kids who are 24, 25. Like when I was watching Love is Blind the other day and I realized how young they were and I'm like, I'm 30 and I can't even say I've experienced or have half of these things that they have. Not that I'm trying to covet them. But you do acknowledge, like, wow, they're young and doing so well for themselves. It doesn't matter about your age. I say the earlier you get dabbling in different fields, the better of a head start you have. I believe because I was doing things a lot when I was younger, that I kind of already knew where I wanted to go and I knew what I wanted to do. It was just whether I was going to pursue it or not. But I, I I knew where I was going with it. And finally, when I decided that is the pathway that I'm going, I, I, I burned rubber. But that's because I dabbled. I was I loved acting, but I knew acting wasn't for me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no. Love the idea, can't execute. <laughs> so I knew that wasn't for me. I dabbled a bit in art, not the greatest drawer, so I knew that wasn't for me. I dabbled in even trying to be a brain whiz. Wasn't for me. <laughs> when I say brain whiz, like, trying to do academics, you know, uh, competitions and all that. Girl, not for me. <laughs> okay? And I realized I loved writing. So I wrote poetry, won my first poetry contest in high school. And I was like, okay, so writing is something I can do. Wrote my first book when I was 19. Writing is something I actually like to do got older and then started to experiment experiment in hosting and all that and I did a, a interview like a mock interview and someone was like man you got a really good tv personality I was like okay wow cool no problem I was hosting for me and a good friend's uh, radio station doing a radio show there but also doing some youtube videos and people loved it and I was like okay I guess I'm really good at this too But in the things that I dabbled in, there were hits and there were misses. That's just how it goes. There was hits and misses. But where I hit, I knew that's where I I should continue to move. But if you never step out, you never get that reward. If Rahab never trusted what these men said and actually stepped out in faith with the spies, man, who knows? Who knows? Who knows how that could have changed the future? Who knows? I resonate with Rahab because she was in a situation that many would look upon and say, man, 
I don't know how they're going to get out of that. Like, how do you go from being a prostitute to a believer of God? And back in those days, ooh, I was reading, like I told you, I've been reading Leviticus and a lot of things uh, <laughs> was unholy, y'all. <laughs> so I don't know how, I don't know how at that point she had that courage to step out and say, finally, I am a believer of Yahweh. And knowing that the cards were stacked against her more than for her with her profession. I'm just saying, read Leviticus. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Read Exodus. You guys will know what I'm talking about. All these things that got implemented in terms of unclean and clean and holy and unholy. It, it, it wouldn't be easy for her to step out and fully have firm faith in the Yahweh who, like I said, cards were stacked against her, but she did it anyways. And that is why I resonate with her. I was a, I was born of a single mother, no father who was in jail, deported, okay? I was promiscuous. <laughs> Let's just keep it 100. I was promiscuous, okay? And that came a lot from my own sexual abuse trauma. And many would have looked at me and said, man, there's no hope for her. Like, she's a lot. <laughs> she's a lot. And look at where I am today. I can't say that I'm 10 times better than where I was, but I can see the transformation in me. I used to go around and perpetuate things of the world and say, yeah, you better get that man. You better do that. You better this. I was working at a happy ending spa. I was doing things that the cards were stacked against me. But God took me and saved me and turned me around. And now I'm living for his purpose. I'm living for his his glory. I'm living for him. Because I just stepped out in faith. I, I, I just stepped out. I didn't care what anybody thought. I didn't care what their worries were. I just didn't care. I just did it anyways. So let's step out today, y'all. Let's step out. Let's step out today. I'm calling all the women out there, step out. And if you step out, hashtag, I'm stepping. I'm stepping. I'm stepping out. And I'm doing it. Show me what you're stepping out and doing. Show me. I want to shout you out. Show me how you're overcoming fear. Show me. I can't wait to see how many of you stepped out. I can't wait to see how many of you uh, uh, really believe in yourself and believe that God has called you to it. Don't forget, he already put this in your destiny. He already called you to it. He already is going to justify you. And he's going to use you to glorify himself. He is going to glorify you. Which in turn gets him the glory. So let's not be afraid. Let's not be worried. Let's just step out. Hashtag, I'm stepping. Turn to your neighbor. I'm stepping. Turn to your passenger seat if it's empty. Say, I'm stepping. I'm turning to my dog, Nico. I'm stepping. I said it to my dog. He's still sleeping, though. But he'll be stepping. Right, Nico? Yeah, he, he looked a little bit. It's okay. So, I love you all. I hope you enjoyed this show. Step out of fear. Go ahead and follow us. Send us an email. Send us a testimony. I want to share testimonies, y'all. I want to be able to share testimonies and bless people with how you stepped out this week. Love you all, and I'll see you in the next show. That's what, that's what I do, my dog. He just looked up. He's like, Baba. <laughs> Love you all. See you next episode.
thank you for enjoying the show. I hope you guys are following us on all our social media outlets. Go ahead and find us on Instagram at she underscore currently, as well on TikTok, she underscore currently. And you can email us at shecurrentlyshow at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you guys. Love you all. Keep listening.